This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like you yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome to Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer with you. Taking you up to 3 o'clock. Then it's Rami Makloff and the Rami Show at 3 o'clock. What are the plans of everyone for... The game tonight. I don't believe I've asked Plucker what he's up to. Gary was just talking in the break about maybe going to a cigar bar or something uh, and watching the game. He hadn't made up his mind yet. Plucker, have you made up your mind what you're thinking you're going to do for the game tonight? Are you going to be at home? Or are you going to try five serve form in the Deer District, even though it's a road, or even though they're at home? Or what are you thinking? No, I'll be at home tonight. Uh, my mom's in town actually oh, for a visit, so I will nice. be watching the game with my mother, who could care less about the Bucks. But that's oh, okay. well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> but it's your mother. Yes. So is your mother cooking for you? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. We're going to Red Robin tonight. Oh. She has a gift card to Red Robin. Okay. So she said we should go to Red Robin. You best get there early. So Yeah. Uh, I hadn't thought of it until pretty much right now. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, you get out here a little bit early and get there by like 4.30 or whatever. Mm, that we'll place, see. You would have to think that place can get busy for the Packed. game tonight. Yeah. You would have to think. Uh, yeah, what's my what's my thing there? The uh, the the double tavern burger is that what it is? Uh, I haven't been there in years. The tavern double, the you. tavern double, I think is what I get. Okay, and then you get the bottomless fries and oh, everything yeah. else that goes along that with I it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> bottomless root beer floats. I think they still got all that stuff. Um, so yeah, all right. Well, that'll be fun. I think we are grilling out at home, and in fact, my boy Rami Makloff right now. Is making a Robert Specialty Meats run for me because I'm not going to have time after the show and after what I have to do off the air. Uh, so he is being so nice for me to go to Robert's for me to get some food tonight. So I'm getting some ribs on a stick, getting uh, some hamburgers, getting some Al Capone Italian sausages. I'm going to grill all that up outside about 6, 6.30, eat, uh, get to have a veggie tray, and uh, watch the game tonight. That's the plan. The only thing that could possibly screw this up is if those storms come rolling in prior to me being able to grill. Yeah, I was going to say that's the only thing that might put a damper on it. But I hope, I mean, that sounds delicious. I'm very <laughs> I'm very jealous of you. Um, I think I will take Roberts over what my plans were any day of the week. Uh, I, it's funny because I texted Robbie earlier. I was like, is there 
any chance that you may be going to Roberts today? He's like, ah, I was thinking about it. Why? So I told him, he's like, all right, I'll go. So, yeah. So he's out. I think he's actually out there right now uh, before he comes into work. So thanks to Rami McLaughlin for helping uh, me out. Here's here's the thing. Matt LaFleur is talking. Uh, we may have uh, time to play that. If I don't play it, Rami will play it in his show. Uh, also, Brooke Lopez uh, talked earlier today, uh, and I believe we will definitely get to that on this show. But but I want to ask this question. How much pressure do you believe is on Giannis to win this series? How much pressure do you believe is on Giannis to win this series and get to the Eastern Conference Finals? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. How much pressure? Originally, uh, before the big show today, I had pitched a topic uh, that was... Who do you think has more pressure on him, Budenholzer or Giannis? And after thinking about it, the obvious answer obviously is Budenholzer because he's going to get fired uh, and Giannis is not going to get traded or cut uh, if they don't win the series. So there was an obvious answer there in Budenholzer. So I wanted to just ask you, as Bucks fans, how much pressure do you think is on Giannis to win this series? I'll be honest. I don't think he has any pressure. None. I really don't. I I don't think there is a a ton of pressure on Giannis. Number one, because he has a long-term deal. He himself said before the year that, ah, we may not win this year. Eh, We may not win next year. But we'll win eventually. That's what Giannis said. Championship or bust? Nah. Okay. That's one. Long-term deal. Number two. We talk about Giannis and we talk about fans of Giannis. Yes, there are some fans that want more. But even the fans that want more don't blame Giannis. Those fans blame Boonholzer for not using Giannis correctly. For instance. Toby this morning, the producer for the Bart Winkler show, doing a great job. Toby this morning on the air made a great chess uh, analogy that I thought was just brilliant. He said, look, Bud is using Giannis like he's a, a queen in a chess game, chess match, whatever you call it. When in reality, he's more like a rook or maybe even a pawn at this point. And you have to be able to use him the correct way to get the most out of him. And in Toby's opinion, Bootenholzer's not doing that. And I would think in most people's opinions, Bootenholzer is not doing that. So again, there is the out for Giannis. Where people don't go at Giannis specifically, people go at the coaching staff for Giannis not doing what Giannis should be doing. Giannis gets the out. Really, the only people that really hammer Giannis and put heat on Giannis are the talking heads on national TV. Fox, ESPN, those are the guys that really go after him. Outside of them, he doesn't get get the heat. I mean, here locally, who's putting heat on Giannis locally here? Doesn't happen. It absolutely doesn't happen. There's no pressure on him whatsoever, in my opinion, to win this thing. Does he want to win the series? Of course he wants to win the series, sure. There's... There's no pressure 
as far as anything happening to him uh, or because of him. I'm going to say this, though. When he gets his next head coach, they better figure this out and win. And I, I don't mean win 60 games the regular season. And I don't mean get to the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean win. Go there and win. Then there's going to be pressure. Because if with this next head coach, if he can't figure out how to win then, then it's going to be everybody looking at us going, dude, you've had Kidd, you've had Boonholzer, you had this coach. Now, now everybody's looking at you. We've tried three coaches. Still not back to still not in the NBA finals. Still getting beat in the postseason. This is on you now. That that's how this is gonna play. He's gonna get another coach. And if he can't get to the finals with this next coach, then all eyes go to Giannis. Simple. All eyes are on Giannis. Right now, being given that free pass by a ton of people. A ton of people giving him a free pass. But at some point, it's going to come back to him. How much pressure do you think is on Giannis? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. And I guess you could even throw out a side question of, do you think he's getting a free pass in, in this town? I guess that could also be another sidebar to that. Mike, Southeast Side, you're first up on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Mike? Uh, what's going on, Sparks? Hey, uh, I don't even know why I'm calling because you just took the words right out of my mouth. Well, I am sorry. Um, I did not know what you were going to say. <laughs> I completely agree. If anything, this pressure is all on Budenholzer, plain and simple. And then if it doesn't work out this year, and I was telling my buddy, too, I'm not one of them people that just want him to be fired. If he gets fired, I hope they have a, a plan in place. I don't want to just see him go and then figure out, oh, crap, now we got to find a coach. Um, but no, this is totally, totally on Budenholzer, and there's no pressure on Giannis. But if he does get another coach, like you said, yeah, blame's going to have to be put on some. I just don't see it being on another coach. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks a lot for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, that that's just it. Um, is when you start talking about uh, pressure and where it lies, it's definitely all on Budenholzer. Um, and that is why I brought up this Giannis question. Because I'll be honest with you, from a Bucks fan perspective, we are giving this dude a free pass, y'all. We are giving him a free pass. He's not a second-year player. He's not a third-year player. He's no longer the kid that's never had a slushie or has never been to a Walmart or has ever ridden a limo. That that's None of that is true. The man signed a Supermax deal. When Glenn Robinson wanted all of his money, y'all held that against Glenn Robinson his entire career for something he asked coming out of Purdue. His entire career, you all said, ah, I like Glenn, I want all that money. Yeah. That's what it was. Chris Middleton signs a max deal, not super max, signs a max deal, you all won't let that go either. And I'm guilty as charged on that too. I'm right there with you. This dude signed a Supermax deal. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dan Plugger. It's the first guy to sign a Supermax deal. Yep. If this dude don't get you more than Eastern Conference Finals, come on. 
you're not going to hold that same standard to Giannis that you seemingly hold to everybody else? Ryan Braun. Here's another good one. Ryan Braun signed his deal. Now, you can say, hey, man, Ryan Braun gave you a discount. Fine. Still making a lot of money by the time that career was all said and done, wasn't he? Ryan Braun was struggling at the end, wasn't he? Yeah. A lot of people were done with Ryan Braun. One helping him enough. Now, there were some that didn't care. Some, I don't care if he gets 200, still going to love me, Ryan Braun. I don't care how much he's making. So there's definitely seems to be somewhat of a double standard here as far as who we want to hold accountable and who we don't. Aaron Rodgers, the man's got the highest cap number in all of the National Football League. Man hadn't been to Super Bowl in like 10 years. He's got the highest cap number in the NFL. And yet, well, it's not his fault. It's the defensive coordinator's fault. Well, it's not his fault. It's the head coach's fault. Well, it's not his fault. It's the wide receiver's fault. Well, it's not his fault. It's this person's fault. Very inconsistent, don't you think? Very inconsistent. Picking and choosing. Who we want to hold the feet of our favorite player, or not favorite player, I guess, feet to the fire based on money and financials, who you want to go after. Others can be making a ton of money too. Don't finish. Don't get that ring. Ah, it's okay. It's it's, it's okay. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. I'm just saying, at some point here, some point here, when does Giannis get held accountable when the, before this is all said and done? To me, it's next coach. Next coach. Because with Jason Kidd, y'all got mad because he wouldn't let him shoot three-pointers and all of this other stuff, and Kidd's horrible. He's running a 90s offense. Go by Jason. Goodbye, Jason Kidd. Fine. In comes Boonholzer. Modern offense. Shoot the three. Let it fly. Giannis starts jacking up threes. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I can't believe Jason Kidd will let him shoot three. Shoot more. Mm. Now it's Boonholzer's fault that he's shooting eight threes in the game. Now it's Boonholzer's fault that he's not playing in the post and playing around the rim, which is where Kidd wanted him to begin with. It's Boonholzer's fault for all this. Not Giannis. Boonholzer's fault. Giannis playing Dribble, dribble, isolation at the top and not passing the basketball. Not Giannis's fault. It's Boonholzer's fault. Fine. I'm with you. It is, should be the head coach's fault. Now, others may not agree with me, but you should have some control of your damn players. You should have some control of what your team does when they're on the floor. Does it seem like that's happening right now? Because it doesn't seem like that to me. But here's some other breaking news. He's the best player on that roster. Which means he's the leader of the basketball team. Which means he can, he can have the control if he wants it. Does he want it? I don't know. But he can have the control if he wants it. You're the best player. You know what the damn offense is. Run it. Run the offense that we've been telling you to run. Again, let me go back to double standards. Aaron Rodgers over here doing what he wants. So many people mad at Aaron Rodgers. How dare you not run what the coach is calling? How dare you do what you want to do? 
Same people, Giannis. Well, I mean, hey, basketball is a one-on-one game. You know, superstars, best player wins. Double standard. Now, there are some people that also will look at Aaron Rodgers and go, well, he's the best player. He probably does know more than Matt LaFleur. Let him do what he wants. Delvin knows more than McCarthy, that idiot. He had no idea what he was doing. He should do what he wants. And then they turn around, they look at Giannis, and they go, wow, that coach doesn't know what they're doing. Mike Budenholzer. It's not Giannis's fault. He can only do with what he has. You know, he doesn't have a good coach. not his fault. So you do have those people that are completely fine with the player running roughshod, if that's what's going on. Giannis hasn't been held accountable this entire time. And I promise there is no pressure because there's going to be no pressure applied from anybody. Because when Mike Boonholzer is gone, Giannis and possibly Middleton and maybe Drew Holiday will be a part of the next hiring of the next head coach. Giannis and Middleton went and had breakfast with Boonholzer before they hired him. Or as they were going to hire him to make sure everybody got along. I would imagine something similar will occur again with whoever the next head coach is. So he's going to have say in this one too. If they don't get to the NBA Finals with his next head coach, with him as the best player on the basketball team, will then you hold Giannis accountable? At that point, will you say, yes, we need to re-examine what the heck is going on after we paid all of this super max money to this dude? 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 12:50 a.m. The fan. Let's see what kind of fan reaction we get to what I just said about Giannis. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich, the step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome back. It is Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM, The Fan. Talking about Giannis. Got a tweet here from Brian. It says, Sparky, if the Bucks lose, I wonder if they break up Middleton-Giannis duo. I will simply say this. 
when we talk about Middleton and Giannis, they've been together for what, eight years, I believe, somewhere in that area. We have said, we meaning Bucks fans, we have said that Middleton isn't good enough of a Robin to Giannis's Batman, right? That's been the conversation we've had as Bucks fans. Not good. Yesterday, I was going to do a topic and then switch my mind while the question was already on Twitter uh, about whether or not you can win a championship with Giannis as your best player. I'm having my doubts, to be honest with you, that you can win a championship with him as your best player. Right now, I'm holding out hope that maybe a different coach can fix this. That's that's what I'm hoping. Hoping a different coach uh, will come in, take care of some of the issues that have been pointed out that Budenholzer has, and put them in a better position to win to where Giannis can be good enough to win as your best guy. We had Frank Isola on earlier today, uh, and of course he does the starting lineup uh, morning show on NBA radio. And Isola is, I would say, pretty tight with Mark Lazary. And he said that, look, if you lose this series, yes, Boonholzer is gone, but the other part of it is you have to just have a better team. And as he pointed out, you know, you you spent all this capital, draft capital, on Drew Holiday, and how much better has he really played in the playoffs over, say, an Eric Bledsoe in the playoffs? You, you made that deal and spent that money because you thought that he would be a huge upgrade over Bledsoe in the postseason. And in this series, again, he said that one basket at the end of a game, sure, and he's looked good in other areas. But from an offensive standpoint, probably kind of disappointing for most people. And then Middleton. Look, if if Middleton is, uh, I mean, they're different positions, but if Middleton is like Bosch, if it's LeBron, D-Wade, and Middleton, Middleton can carry his own weight and be just fine. No problem. None whatsoever. He, he'll, he'll get the job done if need be. If it's Steph, Clay, and Middleton, I don't know if that's good enough to win, but maybe because Steph is the one. If it's uh, Durant, Kyrie, and Middleton instead of Harden, can that win a championship? Probably. Yeah, I'd say probably. But when Middleton is the two to Giannis's one, that's something that you have to consider. The problem with all of this is you're going to essentially have to trade contract for contract to make it work out. You're going to have to find players' contracts that stack up closer to Middleton. That, that's what it comes down to. Because you have no, no room financially to do anything. You aren't in a position to where you could trade him for draft picks or whatever else and leave yourself in a position where it's Drew and Giannis. So that, that's not going to work. So you're kind of in a position where, you know, it's got to be a, a Middleton for Lillard deal or something like Middleton and Brooke Lopez for Lillard or whatever, off the top of my head. Something along those lines. And Lillard becomes the obvious one that, that you're that everybody wants to bring up and talk about because we know Lillard and Giannis are actually friends. So that makes it easier to try and pair Giannis up with somebody that would want to come play with Giannis. 
But there's just not a lot of stars around the league that are getting moved. Like, yes, Dallas is, is essentially looks like they're blowing itself up with Donnie Nelson out, Donnie Nelson Jr. out, and then Rick Harlow more than likely out. And then you still have Luka and Borzingis, but with no direction from the front office or the coach, they're pretty much starting over. But I don't care who the GM or the coach is, they're not firing, they're not trading Luka. Like, I don't. I don't see why you would do that. That wouldn't make any sense to me whatsoever of why you would do that. So you really get limited in the aspect of who takes Middleton for the money he makes in exchange for the player they're giving up. I think it would have to be a situation in which, you know, you have a team that has a player like Rodgers and Green Bay where that player wants out, that player wants a a better chance at winning a ring and they need to get something in return, and they don't want to suck for 20 years and just get draft picks. They want guys, that at least one guy, that's playing at a high level that can keep them, you know, on that competitive, that competitive page. Then Middleton becomes attractive. Yes. For sure. But you would need that drama or something along those lines to play out in one of these organizations. For uh, Bradley Beal. Right now, again, if you look at raw numbers, Middleton Beal very, very similar, very similar, and a lot of people would take Middleton over Beal. A lot of people would take Middleton over Beal. A lot of people would rather have Beal over Middleton. Now, again, that's a situation where if Washington or if Beal decides he's had enough and says I'm not coming back, trade me, then maybe you have that opportunity. Bud in Franklin, you're next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on? Yeah, Sparky. You know, people have said Giannis is a superstar, but I have my doubts. Because if you think about it, he really doesn't have a go-to move when it counts. And I think that really hurts the team. It's almost like they need him, and then they somehow they need a an A-plus to go along with him. I think he's probably like an A-minus category, but as far as being a total superstar, I don't see it. That's the other thing, because what is your definition of superstar? Right. You know, it's a, a guy that has the total package. He can, he can throughout the game, he can play. He's the guy that you would go to at an end of a game. Would you want to trust Giannis at the end of a game with time running out? To no. Make that shot? No. No, right. absolutely not. That's why I wanted to know what your definition of a superstar was, bud. Thanks for the call. I'll tell you what my definition of a superstar is. My definition of a superstar is a, a top, you know, top three, top five player, something like that, uh, in that sport, um, that is pretty much known across the country. If you walk into a household wherever and you say Giannis, do a majority of people know who that is? If I walk into a, a household around this country and say LeBron, yeah. If I walk into households across this country and say KD or Kevin Durant. Do they know who he is? Yeah. So from that perspective, I think he is a superstar. Because I think he is still that top five player, top six player, whatever you want to say he is. And he definitely is a household name around the country as well. So from that aspect, I say superstar. Now, I I don't know what the title is or how you separate Durant from Giannis or LeBron from Giannis, or uh, Kyrie from Giannis, or however you want to separate them. Guys that are superstars 
but also had the ability to close. You know, he is the the rare superstar that probably struggles to be that closer at the end of games. Because most of the time, when you talk about guys like that, that are long or whatever else, like a Dirk Nowitzki. Well, Dirk Nowitzki at the end of the game could take you in the polls, could hit a three, and had that that those different areas. He had different. He had he had other ways he could beat you. Giannis still doesn't have that, and that's that's the struggle. Teddy and Mequon, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Hey, Sparky, I called in on 94 WIP in Philly this morning. Oh, and I got in and um, I talked to um, Billy King. The XGM of the of the Sixers. Sure, there's so many similarities with the Sixers and the Bucks. You know, both of them losing by 20 plus twice in this in the current series. And um, Billy King, I said, you know, what's it going to take? They're 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 in the same boat. You know, Tyber uh, Harris Tobias. He's he's a max contract player, and he is he's not living up to the deal. Middleton's not living up to the deal. But they would not. They want to get rid of Ben Simmons, and Billy King said they want to trade Ben Simmons uh, for Lillard. That it wouldn't work out that way. Um, that they would have to add more to trade Ben Simmons to get a Damian Lillard. So we're talking about Chris Middleton and Lopez. I, what's it going to take, Spark? You know. Well, that's just it, and I, I just don't know. Right now, at this point, if you have what it's going to take to get this deal done, stuck. yeah, and I think we're stuck, and we yes. have to just we have to coexist and just and just work with what we have. Uh, you know, I love Drew Holiday, but maybe we gave up one too many number ones for him. Um, also, I just want to talk real quick about these big three. Um, you know, it takes a ton. I mean, look at the Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan, with Steve Kerr. They had Luke Longley and all those pieces they took. Um, I think it takes a big bet. You would know, Spark. You're the NBA expert. It takes it takes a lot. It takes a KD, a Steph Curry, and a LeBron to win the NBA championship every single year or be in the finals every year. It takes a lot. Uh, I think it would take, for instance, you take Washington. It would take um, Russell Westbrook, Giannis, and Bradley Beal in the Bucks uniform to probably bring a championship home to Milwaukee. Am I reaching? Um, I don't. That's interesting because Russell Westbrook and Jan is very similar uh, as far as how they attack the rim, how they aren't the right, best shooters right. necessarily in the I'm world. Just saying, it's going to yeah. take a lot. I mean, hey, if Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday and Giannis get it done at the end of the day, you know. We'll give credit where credit is due. No doubt, Teddy. Thanks for the call. I, I got a, I got something for you, Plucker. I, I got something. Going off what he... Because I just came up with something in my brain when he was talking. In this break coming up here, look around the NBA. Tell me how many NBA rosters currently that you could take Giannis, drop them into existing roster, and they would have a better chance of winning a championship than Milwaukee if you dropped Giannis into the current roster. Playoff team or non-playoff team? Don't care. Okay. A better chance to win a championship. Like, right off the bat, I have one in my mind. If I took Giannis and dropped him into Utah with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, do okay. they have a better chance to win a title than Milwaukee? For sure. 
Okay, and then I also have some stuff that I've been researching myself that I would just oh, love to say absolutely. about Absolutely. as well. Beautiful. All right, so Dad Plocker was there. Stephen Brookfield's on hold. We'll get to you coming up next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fancy Sparky Fiverr with you, Dan Plucker, executive producer here as well. Talking about Giannis, pressure on him going into uh, try and win this series. And then it's gone all over the place talking about Giannis. Steve in Brookfield, you're next on 1250 AM. The fan. What's going on, Steve? Hey, Sparky. Hey, I've been listening to everybody. You know, there's no way. I- I'm not trading anybody. Not-, not one person I'm trading. We're fine. We let a game five slip away. You know what, look at all the other games. If everybody's watching all the other games, people blow leads. It happens. It sucks when it's your team, but that's just reality. I'll keep Middleton. I'll keep Giannis. I wonder what people would be saying if we'd have won that game and we're up 3-2, to two, going to push these guys out tonight. I really feel we're going to win the series. I'm not moving nobody because we're fine. If we would have had Bodanovich, okay, we'd have another shooter. We'll pick up another shooter. But I'm not moving anybody. Middleton is fine. Yeah, he makes mistakes, but everybody makes mistakes here and there. It hurts when you lose. It always does. I'll roll the dice with this team still for tonight. I expect a good, solid performance out of us and send them back to the net, whatever happens. But I'm not trading anybody. I might pick up a pure shooter, but I'm never going to trade this team right now. Because anybody who coaches Milwaukee right now, even if it's different than Bud next year, we're good for the playoffs for the next three, four, five years. Can we get a championship out of it? That's what we got to do with Giannis. We move Giannis, yeah, on anybody's team, he, they look better. Well, sure. But Giannis is the guy you can count for 30 double-digit rebounds every game. Every game you can get that. I can't count on 30 points from anybody else on that team. We're fine. Holiday's better than what people think. Yeah, he, he drives you nuts sometimes, but he makes things happen too. This is a solid team. Don't move anybody. Let's see what we can do with this. We're not out of this. This is not a best out of five series. This is best out of seven. Absolutely. We're still in this thing. Yeah, you're right. We're still in this game. It's definitely best out of seven, Steve. You're absolutely right about that. Thanks for the call. Uh, Dan Plucker, you said before the break that you had some stuff. What do you got? All right, so I wanted to go through this because when – Whoever the caller was that called and said Giannis isn't a superstar or whatever. Right, because he doesn't close out games I've, and so forth. I've just heard way too much of that BS in the last 48 hours. Okay. Way too much of it. And, oh, we can't win a ring with Giannis, even though 
uh, less than a year ago, all of you were saying, there's no way we win a ring without Giannis. Well, you can't win a ring without him because if it's Middleton and Holiday, you're screwed. so exhausted of all of this. So I decided to look up some of the other um, best players in the NBA's history who are in similar situations to what Giannis is now. So Giannis a, and then two, one all-star and one kind of all-star. Yeah, or, or in a situation where a player has won an MVP right. and, or multiple and mm-hmm. has not won a championship yet and is at the point where if Giannis doesn't win... Oh, look at Barkley. He never won if, a championship. If, exactly. There's a lot well, of guys. If, if Giannis does not win a championship this season, he's going to start going down that path. It's going to start going Probably. down the, from the national media yes. where everybody's going to be tearing him down, saying how awful he is in the playoffs, saying yep. that he can't win uh, and you can't... And he's really not awful in the playoffs. I mean, his numbers are there. Well, right, but 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 you know what the, the narrative is right. going to be. It's going to be that he's not a playoff performer. Correct. And, and this is the year where he that's doesn't going do to more than the other best player on the other team. So I decided to look up some players who went through similar things and have now had very successful careers, careers, future or current Hall of Famers. Okay. Uh, The very first one that I came up with. Everybody believes Giannis is a Hall of Famer. Yes. Yes. Nobody has said Giannis is in a Hall of Famer. Fair. But but people who went on to have multiple successes, championships, everything, all the glory, top five players in NBA history, wherever you want to go with it. Uh, So the very first name I looked up was... Who is playing the Bucks right now? And that's Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. When Kevin Durant was in Oklahoma City, a small town, you know, a small small team, not a lot of help around him. Even though he had Russell Westbrook, Westbrook and Harden and, and Jeff Green, yeah, exactly. So he had actually that was quite a, a bit team, around him. But they were all uh, young. So age twenty eight is when he won his first championship with the Golden State Warriors. When he, Stacked team. Yes. I'm I'll, okay. I, I understand. Glad you pointed I, that I, out. I I get it. That yes. was it was the best team in NBA history that he then joined. I I understand. And nobody's gonna give him credit for that. Then now let's go to LeBron. Could not win in Cleveland. Correct. But got to the NBA he, he Finals did. literally by himself. Damn he there. did. But and that's the exception. Not many guys can do that. Correct. But the narrative forever with LeBron was he's never going to win championships. Correct. He's not clutch. He can't do this himself. Exactly. Well, LeBron is LeBron. Age 27, first season, he won an NBA Finals and lost with the super team to Dirk Nowitzki. Super team. In, in Dallas, I don't know if I would have considered that a super no, team. No, Miami. Miami was a super team. Right. So, Correct. like Durant, he went and formed a super team. Steph and Curry. left the current team. Steph Curry. I would not call Golden State what it is now. A couple of years ago, Golden State was not this destination to be in the NBA before Steph Curry was there, and they built what they built in. Right, Golden but Durant State. went there when they had Steph but and Clay. Steph's first championship. He was drafted there. Was his age twenty six season, and it Correct. was pre super team. It was a team that they built Correct. in Golden State. Yes. Hakeem Olajuwon, a guy who everybody right now wants to compare Giannis to for whatever reason, did not win a championship until they got Clyde from Portland. Until he was thirty one, and then right. he won two. Yep, they got Clyde Drexler from Portland, and Jordan wasn't playing, so that helped. The one of the greatest basketball players of all time. The greatest basketball player of all time, Michael mm-hmm. Jordan, yes, did not win a championship until he was 27 years old in Chicago. Correct. Yes. Very good. Yes. Listen. Yes. Everybody out there. There's, there's one big problem with all of these arguments. Giannis, ya- but uh, what there's I'm one saying big problem. is, the problem is, what I'm is that none is of those second tier guys are Chris Middleton. None of those third tier guys are Drew Holiday. None of them. None of them. They all were playing with Hall of Fame guys. Here's another dude. Dirk he Nowitzki. doesn't have a Dirk Hall of Fame Nowitzki guy. Dirk Nowitzki in Dallas 
was the guy on his team. Sure. Who else played? Jason Kidd was on that roster, a couple other guys as well, but all of them were a little bit older. They were mm-hmm. not in the prime of their careers. Sure. 27 years old was yes. when he won his first championship Correct. in 05 and 06. Yes. Giannis is right there. Do you know what he's, else he's the difference is? He's 26 years old, and he is right there. I'm so tired of everybody you know saying the, Giannis is not a guy right. that's going to win championships. Relax. Do you he's 26 know years the old. other differences he can still get this done. between Giannis and all those other guys you named? The biggest difference between him and all the other guys. He can't shoot. Every other player you named can shoot. Hakeem Olajuwon could shoot? Oh, my God. That turnaround fade. Out, out, yeah, well, that dream he shake? developed that when he, by Giannis, the time that he was 31. Giannis doesn't have that. At the beginning that. of his career, Hakeem didn't have that as well. Fine. I'm just telling you, Giannis doesn't have that. So if Giannis can get that patented move that everybody wants to copy, fine. But right now, he doesn't have that. He's right. not, And he doesn't. He can't close games. Durant is a closer. LeBron is a closer. Michael Jordan's a closer. Who else did he say? Dirk Nowitzki's a closer. You've got guys that can close and win. That ain't this dude. Not yet. And again, not because of lack of effort. The man busts his butt and works his tail off for certain. And as I said earlier, I don't know how much of this you heard. You listen to music. You weren't listening. I kind of went off about Giannis earlier. but Today was a Drake day, by the way. Good. Today was Drake Good. on the way in. They're not playing Toronto, so I don't care. No, uh, Drake, but, the, the, the rapper. Yeah. Drake, the rapper. Who's the guy that's the Raptors guy? That's Drake. Drake. That's what I the just rap. said. Oh, I thought you said they're. Oh, I thought you were talking about the college. I said they're not playing the Raptors. I thought you were talking about the college. I thought you were that clueless about No, I said they're okay. not playing the Raptors, so I don't care. Okay. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Uh-huh. So either way. So as far as Giannis goes, like I said before, and I'll say it again, he gets one more coach. And if by the time this this next coaching tenure is done, if he hasn't reached the NBA Finals, I'm not even saying win a damn championship. I'm saying just get there. Barkley got there. So and he lost to Michael Jordan, by the way. So if if he can't even get there, then yeah, then was, there's going to be people looking at Giannis. Go, do you sign a supermax? We've you've was been Shaq here on his list. I didn't. I I was who Shaq. I literally no. am looking at Shaq right now. He did not bring up Shaq. That. You should have brought up Shaq. Shaq That's, is another one. Yeah, Shaq is the best. Shaq, Shaq is the best comparison. He didn't have a jump shot. He did not. No. So what? What? What was Shaq? Uh, Shaq. His first. I'm still scrolling through because it was quite some time. Hold on. Um, uh, yeah, there's bum, a lot bum. of years to score. It's all right. There's, we gotta take a break. We gotta come back and talk about <laughs> that. You find the Shaquille O'Neal stuff. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, Rami Makaloff uh, coming up. Uh, he is here in studio. Rami will show coming up at three o'clock. Young Express coming. We talk about so much is continuing to grow. Would you like to be a part of a Christian-based family company, a company that's been in business for over thirty years? They're currently looking to add to their sales department. Here's what Young Express is looking for: after you willing to prospect new business via phone, email, and social selling, reliable transportation. Outside sales experience in the transportation industry is preferred. Excellent written oral and face-to-face communication skills are essential. Closing and follow-up skills are a must. What can you expect? Salary plus commissions, bonuses, and contests. Health insurance, 401k with up to 3% company match. Profit sharing, paid holidays, personal days, and vacation days. Plus, you get an existing book of business from day one. Expense account, on generous mileage reimbursement. Cell phone, tablet, and all sales and promotional materials provided to you by Young Express. Email your resume to jyoung at youngexpress.com or apply at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express. Success drives them. Sparky's Midday Madness here on The Fan. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Rami Makloff. Sorry, I didn't know my mic was on. Is here as well. I didn't hear anything. Lewis on the north side. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Lewis? What's up, what's up? I, I heard the little list. And like, like, like you said, Spark, all those guys you listed, you want those guys to take the last shot of the game. Right. 
With Giannis, we don't have that. He has no moves in the paint, and he continues to shoot a broke jumper. Like, th- this guy needs major coaching, and, and we know Bud, Bud is, isn't it. Okay, so, Lewis, Lewis, yeah. but could you agree with me that in the last couple of years, Giannis's shot has improved? Yeah, but that, that's... Oh, like, okay, so he, he's improving in the one area that he needs to improve the most. Okay, but, but you, you, you eventually reach a ceiling as an athlete. Right. You can look, and the, and the eye test tells you, hey, that jumper's not getting any better. You, you can tell it's not going to get... So improvement is, is small, incremental steps doesn't mean much when, when, you're, when you're supposed to be the best player in the NBA, the highest paid player in the NBA. So just because it's improved doesn't mean anything. It's still garbage. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing, Lewis. Thanks for the call. And that's the thing. And we haven't really talked about that as far as, you know, is he at his ceiling? Like, is this kind of where he is right now? How much better does he really get? I don't think anybody thinks he'll ever reach Kevin Durant's shooting ability or, you know, anything like that. I mean, I, I don't know. Again, I, I don't know. I don't know how much better he gets. Right, but I, I agree with you completely. I, he will never be the scorer that Kevin Durant is. Nobody is ever going to be the scorer uh-uh. that Kevin Durant is. No. Kevin Durant is the greatest scorer probably in the history of the NBA. Right. And, and, and not just me, who's 23 years old, is saying that. People that have seen the game for a long time. Old guys, like Old Sparky. guys, yeah. 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 <laughs> and Kareem and dudes like that are saying Kevin Durant is doing what literally nobody else has done. Mm-hmm. So It's amazing. It's exactly. amazing to watch. It, it, it is incredible to watch. But it's, it puts everybody like to awe, but but okay. he was not. Look at here I, on the TV on FS1 is Giannis's legacy on the line tonight. No, that's no. ridiculous. See, that's, that's a, a ridiculous kind of question. Yeah, that's, that's a ridiculous question. That's already out there. Yeah, I know it's ridiculous. I didn't even know that was even coming up until you, I just looked up. You know, you know why they're asking that because there are too many of those shows and too much time to fill. That that's why <laughs> that's why they're asking that. Yeah, sure. No, Giannis's legacy is not on the line at age twenty seven. I don't think it's like absolutely line not. No, so, we, we talked about Shaq before the break too. Um, Shaq also won his first championship at age twenty seven. He had a broken shot too. If you want to, if you want to talk about right, and that, Kobe Bryant. But but you're right. Now a young Kobe was Giannis on that team. Derek Fisher, Rick Fox, Robert Ory. Think Rice. about this. Like, Shaq, had, Shaq had a premier guard that could get his shot and yes. finish. A Hall of Fame yep. player. Shaq in Miami had a premier guard and a Hall of Fame player in Wade. This dude don't have that. If Shaq didn't have that, I don't think he wins a ring either, folks. Mm. If he doesn't, baloney. No, if I'll, he doesn't this is, have, this is a, what I'll say about that. If this he doesn't have a that. Hall You're of right. Fame premier guard or a wing player that You're can right. get his own shot, and finish, he don't win a ring. You're right, but I'll say that the was same, Barkley's issue. I'll say the same thing about that that, that I that I'll say about Michael Jordan, which is this: Shaq needed Kobe. Michael needed Scotty. But there were other guys of that age of that era that if you if you pulled Kobe off the team and plugged in somebody else, they probably could still win a few rings. He didn't need Kobe specifically. Okay, but listen, he needed that type of guy. Biden, you're right. But now we're in a salary cap era where I can't. But just there was plug no in. other Shaq of that age of Fine. that era. But in, there, in, he was irreplaceable. Correct. In this salary cap era, you can't pluck. You can't just pick and plug. Because of the salary cap, you're stuck. You're you're stuck in. Like right now, Holiday, Middleton, and Giannis, I'm pretty sure are stuck together for the next three years. Like I, I don't think anybody's being mm, there's moved always, there's out of always, that trio. There's always moves that can be made. There's but always you're moves talking, that can be made. But Rami, yeah, Drew's at max money. Middleton's at max money. I already did the, Giannis, the ESPN trade machine. I traded Middleton for Dame Lillard. It works. Does it? <laughs> yeah. So you think Portland is going to trade Dame Lillard for Chris Middleton? 
No, no draft picks in not. there either. Because <laughs> right. the Bucks just have no draft up. capital. It was just a straight up trade. Yeah. Lillard for Middleton. It worked. Of it course, went through. Yeah. The trade just, machine said yeah. it works, right. man. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you gonna trade do? machine. Hey, yeah. throwing Dante in there too? I mean. Why? The trade machine already accepted it. <laughs> well, I'm saying if we're talking real re, in the realistic right. world listen, here. Right? Listen, I said this yesterday on the show. Yeah, Giannis needs to keep adding things to his game. Great players keep adding things to their game. As far as like the technique. No, Shaq did. Well, okay. But most most great players are always adding, and even Shaq did a little bit. He had a little baby hook, a little, little, he added little things to his game around, it was all around the basket, never anything crazy. So Giannis needs to keep adding things to his game, for sure. But the the real thing that's stopping Giannis from from taking that next step, from being that that type of dude, is all between the ears. It's all between the ears. It's it's a belief in Giannis. It's Giannis stepping on the court every night and knowing he's the best player on the court. He's the best player in the world. So you think this comment about Durant being the best yes. is really screwing yes. with him? Yes. By the way, you're not the best talk show host. I heard you say it yesterday when you walk in. I walk in every day thinking I do. I'm the best talk I'm show not, host. I, I, I know you. I, I have to. I, I, I know you do. That's That's great. probably not true, but and, I have to believe it. I got to tell you, I've never thought about that once with really? myself ever in my life. Oh, Dude, last week I had yeah, a com- never. last week I had a comedy show. Oh, and I, I was, I, by the way, I retweeted your little comedy. Thank thing. you. I have one tonight. Dandy. That's the Dandy. Yeah, comedy that was the one show I retweeted. Dandy Antique Furniture. Yeah, so store. don't watch the Bucks win. Go watch. Well, a lot. I've seen a lot of people since Game Five saying I'm not even watching Game yeah, Six. They're all, all right. Liars. Come then, come to the show. All liars. Uh, and if you are not, if you are going to watch the game, do what I'm doing. Record it. Come to the show. But turn off your phone. Watch it later. Turn off your phone and don't talk to me have about it. To have to turn off, turn off your phone. phone and don't talk to me yes. about it. Absolutely. Correct. I forgot what I was just talking. Oh yeah, last week I had a comedy show. And one of the dudes, I was I was the headliner. I was the last guy to go up. Deservedly so. Thank you. One of the dudes who was earlier in the lineup, he was killing it. And I was like, man, this dude, is, this was my first my first initial reaction. I was like, this dude is killing it. I hope they're not disappointed when I get up there. And then all the, this conversation is all happening in my head. There's oh, an, to know the conversations there, in Rami's there's head. Another, oh. There's another voice on the other side of my head going, dude, what are you talking about? You are so, you're the funniest person here. You're so much funnier than that, dude. Go up there and crush it. And guess what I did? I went up there and I crushed it. You have to believe that every time that you step on a stage or onto a court or onto a field of play, sure. that you're the baddest dude there. You're the baddest person there. Mm-hmm. Nobody can stop you. Nobody can outdo you. I think it's a great mental attitude to have. I'm, I'm just being honest with you. I never thought about it once in my life. And that's what Giannis needs. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't need to tell Giannis. Like Giannis has achieved far greater things than me. I don't know if I should be telling him what mindset he needs, but I couldn't operate with any other mindset. And I don't think any great athlete ever operated with any other mindset than I'm the best. I'm the greatest. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe me, let me show you and right you in your think, face. You think he doesn't have that? No. No, I don't think he has that. He's He told us. And not just that he said... He's the best in the world the way that he said it. Like with all the admiration. Admira- he's yes. the best. Yep. You know what I mean? Star he's the- Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is that? What is that? That's true. Remember when MJ yes. beat Larry Burton saw now, him, and saw him in the tunnel afterwards? He just said bleep you. Now, with, with all due respect. <laughs> That's I mean, what I want. With all due respect. I mean, you had that starry-eyed look with Tracy Morgan when you met Tracy Morgan. I mean, you, you, there were some stars. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. No yeah, doubt. Yeah. Absolutely. You were on the same bill as Tracy Morgan. But that, I, I, was, I was at that stage in my stand-up career, I was I was like Giannis fresh out of Greece. Like, okay, Kinda. Giannis fresh out of Greece yeah. saying he's the best. That's right. one thing. This, we're not fresh out of Greece anymore, no. man. No, you're not. We need you to lead us to a championship. I don't need you starry-eyed looking up at Kevin Durant talking about how he's the best. 
That's not what I need. And I'm not saying you have to disrespect him either. I'm just saying you need to walk on the court knowing you're the best. Yep. Not thinking, not believing, knowing. Knowing you're the best. See? And knowing that if anybody is going to doubt that, you're going to show them by putting a basketball through the hoop and right in their mouth. While Rami does not have kids, you could play this back for your kids and tell them this is the mindset you need to have. The same mindset that Rami has. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I think it's good. What do you got coming up? Coming up on the show today, our buddy Crunchy Kevin Holden is going to be joining me at 3.15. Funny story. Oh? I tried to book Crunchy Kevin Holden for 2.35. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, yeah, Sorry. sure, I could do it, no problem. Uh, I'm on with Rami at 3.15. I said, ha, 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 ha. He'll kill me. Uh, let's play it on next week instead. <laughs> so he's going to join me at 3.15. I want to talk with Bucks fans, ask if they can bring themselves to believe again after I talk with Kevin Holden. And also, um, were you waiting for the other shoe to drop with the Brewers offense? Because the other shoe might be dropping with the Brewers offense. No. No? No. Not the team. I'm not saying they're going to fall in the standings much, if at all. The offense. Rami. Yes. Pablo Reyes, Daniel Robertson. Mm-hmm. Look at that. What did you think was going to happen? It wasn't just that, though. It, it, was the whole it, week. it was the whole weekend. Yes, I know. I, I understand. I'm just telling you. That weekend, the whole week. Yesterday, week. Manny Pena's batting fifth. Yeah, when I read I the lineup on Big Show, I go, okay, this isn't good for the rest of the lineup, and Manny Pena's batting five. I know. And not good. I saw that. Tim Allen. Five through eight in their lineup. We're all in the 100s batting average. Garbage. Yeah. Tim Allen yesterday went off on postgame. I heard the beginning of it. Went, I heard most of it. Yeah. Went off. And his point is, you know, there's no way Stearns is going to stand pat. There's just no way. He has to go get bats. He has no choice. Like, he has to go get somebody. He can't allow this team to be like this. Because you want you see a lot of on Twitter right now is, Brewer fans going, they're going to waste this pitching. We've never had pitching like this. And they are going to waste this pitching talking about for that. an entire season. Not just a season. Sparky, every year that they get this pitching chips need to go to the center of the table every year that they have this kind of starting pitching well, eventually you're gonna have to pay them and you're not gonna be able to pay them that's what i'm saying so as long that's as another three or four as long years, as you though. have them and they're doing this and i don't know how long that window is it's like three or four years i think mm. we'd have to look it's always shaky with pitchers. arbitration years Arm- well yeah i don't know if they're gonna get exactly. hurt exactly. i'm just saying from a contract that's why i'm saying you need to strike while the iron's hot because you don't know how long this will last yeah, you're right and for as long as it whatever this window is that you have starting pitching like this you, you need to push all chips uh, to the center of the table. Any concern about Corbin Burns' spin rate? What do you mean? About how, with the, uh, how it's dropped off? With the crackdown? Yeah. Has it dropped off? Because uh, I saw a tweet from Adam McCalvey yesterday yeah. that said that it has not dropped off very much, charts included. Did it's I funny. misread that? Look Did at, I misread that chart? Oh, I, I read it. Okay. Well, there's one specific game in May where all of a sudden they all went up. There's Whoop. a huge spike. Yeah, yeah I saw yeah, that. Said, oh, I saw that. Game. What happened that game? Uh, I don't know. In that game. I don't know. And then the news comes out, and now the numbers are starting to go back down the other way. Now it's not like it's a downward, like on a roller coaster down, but they, they not. It, it's all started gradually coming down. Yeah, there, the only there was a big spike, but then it went right back to pretty much where it was. It didn't. It didn't drop way below what the average was before that spike. And the spike was really on the uh, what is that? What's the green one? The changeup is where you saw that spike on that performance on May 16th. I'm looking at it yep. right now. Everything else, I mean, there was actually a drop that same day in the spin rate on his slider, and you're more concerned with spin rate on your slider, I think, than you are with spin rate on your changeup. And and everything else has pretty much stayed flat. Little dips, little 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 rises, but nothing huge, nothing crazy. Well, it'll be fun to see. Maybe not fun. It'll be interesting to see how his performance up. goes going forward with what all is going on. Not just him. Well, he's the one for the Brewers that everybody's looking at. A hater's the other one, I think, uh, with had some uh, spin rate conversation. See, and that, that's what it, that's and people did the same thing with steroids. 
and I think that's steroids. Where, yeah, I think that's where people are misguided. Oh. You, you only look at you only look at the guys who are like way off the charts, and you go, that guy must be cheating. When that's not often. No, they're looking. They're spin rate numbers. You can look and see where where it's changed. It's oh, not with, guessing. There was, a, there was a huge change with Hater. There's numbers. Yeah, oh, okay. Bucker brought it up. I think oh, it was, I didn't see that. You one. said the the spin rate differentials with the Brewers. The biggest ones were Burns and Hater, right? Uh, just Burns. I did not oh, see just anything Burns. about Hater. Okay, so just Burns. Then. I thought okay. it was Hater too. And even with Burns, like I said, I was just looking at the chart. It's it's not everything. All right, we it's will find out. Things. We will find out. I'm going to be watching and seeing. Uh, how he does. All right, he is Rami Makhlouf. He is coming up next. The Rami Show. He gets you ready for game six tonight. So if you're on the way down to... Can you bring yourself to believe again in this Bucks team? Yeah, they win tonight. They win tonight and you believe? No, they're going to get blown on Saturday. <laughs> but 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 I, I mean, believe, believe. No. No? Absolutely not. That's not happening. Unless Harding gets hurt again. You know, if Harding, if Harding goes out the hamstring and he's out for game seven, then yeah, then I believe. Then they'll win. But if Harding... Harden, Hard... Harden was not the reason that they won. Harden wasn't even a reason they won that sure game. Sure was. No. Yes, absolutely. That, that was another thing the Bucks Durant, did to themselves. Durant and everybody else said the same thing. He brings a calming presence. He brings that, yeah, that cool. another coach Try on the floor. Try running a screen and roll at that dude on one leg, and let's see what happens. You're talking about the let's actual— make him move laterally. No, no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the mental state of things when you're on the floor. Telling your guy to go here. Throwing that great pass. That's what he was able to do. Be That's able to maneuver guys around. That's where he helped them. He didn't help them shooting shots because God knows he was broke. He wasn't helping them with defense. Not that he ever would. He wasn't helping them in any well, outside of Giannis. I mean, he shut down Giannis. But outside of I'm being that's I'm all, joking. That's all fine and dandy but that he did that. It. He did that. That's cool. Fine. Whatever. I'm telling you, they as much as he helped them, yeah. he didn't hurt them as bad as he could have well, because, because the Bucks didn't exploit it. Yeah, and, and they're I, not going to. I turned on my TV this morning, and the first thing I see, Seth Greenberg on Get Up, saying the same exact thing. But they're not the going same to change. Exact thing. Bud said it after know, the game. We're not changing our offense. Bite. That's one of the things I'm going to yell about today. We're not changing Trust our me. offense because somebody's hurt on their team. We're just, if he happens to be effective, I know. great. But I know. I know. I'm just telling you. I'm feeling real stupid forever even half defending Coach Bud at but this point. you... You find yourself believing in that coach, and he's going to change something. Mm. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.